Hello people, welcome back here. It's still me, Elizabeth. Okay, so today what I would like to talk about, what I'd like to like us to really dwell on is the Holy Spirit. Like the reality of having the Holy Spirit in you, having the Holy Spirit with you in this journey, having the Holy Spirit as a companion, having the Holy Spirit, having the reality of being baptized with the Holy Spirit. Okay. Um, for me, I'm going to be sharing from my personal experiences and others, you know, people's other people's experiences that I've heard of and I've, you know, see witnessed some. For me, the Holy Spirit is realer to me than anything in this world. The first time I read Benny In's book. Welcome Holy Spirit, you know, and when he was writing it there that the Holy Spirit is so real that it would literally come back from school or what did he say, came back from or would you, no, I think we said he would literally lock himself, lock himself in his, up in his room and just be there for hours with the Holy Spirit, just communing and all of that. And the Holy Spirit was so real to him. You know, as I was reading that book that year, it felt strange to me. I'm like, ah, Holy Spirit, like, sitting here talking, it almost sounded like blasphemy to me. Like talking about the Holy Spirit, like you can't seem like it's somebody that is beside you, like uh, is your friend. Uh-uh. I'm like, uh-uh. I remember the first time I was actually interested in having a relationship with God. You know, it was um, Baba Adeboye that was preaching the Redeemed Christian Church of God, General Vasia, the present General Vasia, you know. I, I usually do not watch him, I usually do not even watch those kind of things, but it was on TV and I said that I was talking, I was saying thank you daddy. My father said, you know the way he talks very slowly, I was saying my father said, and I'm wondering, you know, if I, it he was talking like he was preaching before he said that thing, then he just said thank you daddy. My father said, and you know, he was talking like the person that spoke was beside him, I'm like wondering, it's man. I just say my father said like suddenly he's talking like God is beside him, and then that struck or uh, struck my anxiety. That's anxiety, no. Like actually struck a curiosity in me. Like, uh, how can this person be talking about God like this? Like God is his friend. Like God is beside him. Do they have to eat? You know, I started wondering. Then, the first encounter I would have with. The spirit, like the inward witness inside of me. I think I've been born again, say, a year or some years before this time. Then I had to leave my current job. Then I was working in Maryland. I remember. So my um, what do they call this now? Okay. So I told my pastor that uh, that day I want to leave my current workplace, but I need you to pray along with me because I don't want to do thing, anything outside of God's will for my life. You know, I just want you to pray along with me to know if it's the right time for me to leave my current workplace. The man keeps owing me salaries, he keeps doing things. I mean, I'm tired, I'm tired. I just kept telling it to him. And to you know what he said? I said, okay, go and be praying. Whatever you hear from God or whatever it is God tells you, that's what you should do. I'm, like, I'm just laughing. Daddy, now with you that you should pray for me and let me know. Ah. Yeah, from God, like, uh, are you whining me? That's why it sounded like that is looking for my trouble. Like, uh, we are from God. I mean, what God am I hearing from? Ever? Like, what I was thinking in my mind was, we both know you are the one that hears from God. Fam, I didn't know that I could hear from God. But he told me, he said, just go and pray. 
I'll try and see that was what he said. I mean, I was praying for this. Just, I was just saying, which is my ending of the month. What is one that I just saying? You have asked him. He said he has not heard anything. Once it's the end of the month, I'm losing straight. I don't have time, you know. And it was just, um, I think it was say maybe the week that that month was ending, not the ending of the month exactly. I can't remember now. Then I went to church for Bible study. It was after work that day. I had made up my mind that mm, I'm leaving this month. All this thing, that this thing, off key. I don't want to hear it. I'm leaving. I'm going to church to tell daddy that I'm leaving this month. Then I got to church and we were just... I, I can't even remember what was preached that day. I can't remember what we were talking about that day. And I was just sitting and I was just messed. And I immediately knew that it wasn't the right time for me to go. It just dropped into my heart. It isn't time yet for you to leave that place. And I felt peace. Immediately that thing dropped into my heart. And immediately I knew that was going to be that, uh, my pastor's response. How I knew, I don't know. I just knew it. I'm wondering. Uh, uh. This was, I think, 2012 or 11. I can't remember precisely the year now. And I'm like, uh, what's this one? I just didn't say anything. I just kept it in my heart. So after the service ended, I went to meet that and I was like, Adieu, I'm leaving, you know, blah, 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 blah. But I know what you will say. That's what I told her. I said, I know what you will say concerning what I told you to play along with me. And he said, What would he say? I said, because as I was sitting in church and I was listening to the you preach Bible study, you know, and it just came into my heart, just dropped into my heart that I shouldn't leave that place yet. And I just felt normal, I just felt peace. And he looked at me and I said, that's, that's what I'm speaking to you, telling you to do my time. I was like, is that God talks to somebody? Like, it was so, it was so unreal for me, it was so. Mm. That moment, I can never forget. It's etched in my memory forever. Like, so this is how God speaks to people and all of that. That was the first encounter I had. I they say God told me something. That's my life. That was the first time I would ever say God spoke to me. God told me. And you know, I still didn't take it serious. You know, as about this time, so I've been praying for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Like, I've been born again for, say, a year or two. But I, I, I kept praying for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I want to be baptized with the Holy Ghost, Lord. I want to do things for you. I want to do this and blah, blah, blah. You know, you know that, that news of just getting born again and all of that. I think it was a month after, or a year after I got born again. I can't remember precisely the dates. I'm very terrible with dates. You know, so as I got to, um, where did I go to now? I'm trying to remember. Okay. So it was around this time too. Some years after, I got, um, how do I put this? I got admitted to for a free degree program in one of the universities in Nigeria now. You know, and I went. While we were there, while I got there, because in my own church, it was not common to see people speak in tongues and just do blah 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 blah. You know, and all of that. It wasn't common. It was not common to just see people, to just hear people talk about, like the manifestation of the spirit was not common in my home church then. But when I traveled to Ife, I wanted to join a church, believers, let me not mention names, you know, but I couldn't join, I tried to join another church. And the church I joined in Ife, I would notice that after choir practice, the choir, um, the chorus, um, yeah, the choir, they would, um, you know, pray and 
speaking in tongues and they were just praying the spirits and you know I was so moved and all that. Then we were finishing that program and I remember going to meet one of our I think it was a I don't even know if it was a choir director that year. But it was a copper was posted to that land, you know too. And I went to meet and I told him, I would like to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. I said like previous to this time I had always felt God's movement in my life, the spirit's movement in my life, but I have I, I, I don't speak in tongues. Like I don't speak in tongues. Just that time I would just know things. I would just know that this is how this thing was going to end. It just dropped into my mind that this thing would end like this. Something like this would happen. You know, I but I didn't used to take notice of those things. Because I just did not take notice of it like that. I didn't expect that maybe that was the only I didn't think that, that was the only spirit of God. I didn't think maybe that's how it would talk to me. So I don't know. I didn't take notice of those things that was dropping in my heart or in my mind then. But I knew that God was with me. I don't know about the spirit or I just knew God was with me. You know. And he now prayed for me that day. You know, as he prayed, as you know, he just said there's no big deal there. Just believe that you are a child of God now and you have the measure of the Holy Spirit. And he just prayed with me and I started speaking in tongues. And that was the beginning. Also, I thought, you know, I thought, and I, uh, some twisters also think that having the Holy Spirit is just speaking in tongues. It's just waking up with money and just and that is all. No, no, no. The Holy Spirit is an entity. It is a being. It wants to, you know, it, it, it takes a place, like there's a container now. Say there's a bowl. Something, the bowl is solid, but anything could fill that bowl. It doesn't necessarily have to be liquid. It can be liquid, it can be solid, it can be gas. Anything could fill that bowl. But you know, the bowl is just a container that anything can contain. Or the, oh, sorry, or that can contain anything rather. That can take in things. Those things. Eh? And that is the way I see our relationship with the Holy Spirit. We humans, we children of God, are just the containers for the Holy Spirit to dwell inside. The Holy Spirit is our. God's spirit, you know, that is willing to dwell in the container of any child of God, any believer that is willing, that is yielded, is in his or herself. So, the spirit of God is available for any believer who is willing to yield his or herself to be dwelled in, to be contained. That's the way I see it. Because it's realer than, say, it's as real as, not let me say it's realer than, it's as real as your mom, the relationship you have with your mom, with your dad, with your partner, you know, you talk to them, they talk to you. Yes, the same way you pray to the Holy Spirit. It's more than just praying and saying, oh, Holy Spirit, blah, 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 you know, just speaking tongues and all of that. It's more than that. He talks to you too, he talks back at you, he talks to you, he wants to, sorry, I should, that talks back at you, so God. he talks to you, that should be the right word, he talks, you know, you talk, he talks, he's concerned about your every movement, about your every, about your life in general, your life in general, you know, God's, I, let me say this, I see God at work in every area of my life. God orchestrated my beginning. He knows my ending, even right now that I have, where I am right now. He knows my ending. So when you allow the Spirit of God, if you yield yourself to the leading of the Spirit of God at all times, 
you um, direct you uh-huh you direct you or it will lead you to follow God's lead them um, God's design for your life I'm trying to find the right words to use as I'm like this say if you yield yourself to the God's spirit mm, to his leadings to his promptings to his nudgings to his touch you know what the spirit of God wants to do is bring God's will to fulfillment in your life perfect that's what I want to say God has a will a design a purpose for your life he wants you to come to fulfillment but God will not come from heaven to come and do that he has made available his Holy Spirit his Holy Spirit is at your disposal it's inside of you ready and willing to bring God's will to fulfillment in your life if you allow him you know those spirits that has built for me has picking clothes for me to wear to where when I'm going out. I know some people might say, uh uh-uh, uh, none of that. But I'm telling you how real it is to me. I want to wear one clothes and mm-mm. I pick the clothes. I'm I, I've even worn the clothes and I, it's like mm-mm. I just pick it and just pick the, another one. Why? I wouldn't even know. And that's one thing I'm learning to do. I'm learning to stop questioning what God wants me to do. Because me. Those who know me, those who truly know me, that I can be very inquisitive. I am inquisitive. Like, I love to ask questions. I love to know the reason behind things. So, I like to, when I want to wear a particular clothes, I already have my mind set, made up, ah, tomorrow, that's the clothes I'm going to work. That's because I'm going to that party. And I get there, and I'm about to wear it, and it's, ah, your mind is just telling me, don't wear this one. I wear it, I'm like, ah, ah. But this is what I want to wear. This one I'll wear it, I will wear it, I will ah, ah. I'll just get there, and they'll be like, ah, ah, eh, eh, you know. But the man is telling you, no, don't wear this one. Don't do this, like, you know. And I'm wearing it and I'm uncomfortable. I just take it off and I just go back to them. Before I'll be like, I want to know, God, I want to know. Why would you, why, why would I feel uncomfortable? You know, I didn't know. Like, it took me a place of practice. It took me years to learn that it was actually the Holy Spirit directing my path. You know, but God, the way I see these things is God has planned that day for me. He knows the people that he wants me to meet. He knows how he wants the day to end for me. He knows how he wants things to be for me. So he has it planned. He has it drawn out, mapped. The place you are going to, say for example, I'm going to a meeting. He knows. The, the person might not give you a dress code. He might just say, just dress. Just come. I mean, I want to go there and dress to kill. And there, people are dressed casual. And he knows I'll be the odd one out. He wouldn't want me to be like that. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is as real as that to you. This, and you want me to be the one hot, 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 hot one out. You just, you to just wear this one. You, you want to go and dress and to the nines, to the moon, and dress from flamboyant and all of that. And you know, you may just keep telling you, you don't wear this one. I just wear that one. That I said. And I get there and I find that my dress is just, it just blends with the code that everyone has there. That's the work of God. That's the work of the Spirit. He knows how that meeting is. He can see all of them as they are about to get dressed. He can see the thoughts of the man. He knows what would just help you blend well. You know, sometimes you just wear that clothes and the person that you are going to meet or that is going to go and do something for you, you just wear it and it's like, ah, ah, I have like this your top. And the person doesn't even want to listen to me before and just say, eh, hey, you were saying something before. Just your top has um, attracted or has drawn his attention to you. You know? And you didn't want to wear that when you're living no more. It was just God telling you, just wear this one, just wear this one. The Holy Spirit is as real as that. The Holy Spirit is as real as my mom sent me on errand to go and get something. And I'm spinning down and I'm thinking because me, my mind, 
mind is a whirlwind of activities, thoughts, ideas, emotions, blah blah blah. And I'm thinking on the road, so I'm, my steps are slowing down. And the Holy Spirit is as, is as real as telling me, hurry your steps, they are waiting for you at home. And I'm like, me, my mind is used to think things, it's just my mind to play with me. And I deliberately hurry my steps. And I get to that place where my mom is, and I'm asking her, Mommy, around this, around when did you come down and start waiting for me? She said, about some minutes. And I checked the time, and it's exactly that time where my mind told me. But the Spirit of God told me, always your steps, somebody is waiting for you at all. You know, I want you to pause, I want you to think, I want you to let it sink. God does not want to just walk with you and say, it's only when you want to get married. Ah, and then, then, I, ah God is telling me, is this what is my life? It's a lie. God has not been talking to you every day of your life. He has not been leading you, he has not allowed you to lead in us. If he has not allowed his leading for every moment of your life, bros, then it's very possible that even when you want to get married and you want to pray and say, let me hear, let me hear, God, show me, show me, yes, you will not say, no, you'll be saying nonsense, you'll be saying your flesh, you'll be saying the things that you like, you like somebody that has big breath, that's what you'll be saying, like somebody that is tall, that's what you'll be saying, that's the simple truth. You have not allowed over time because over time in your life you have not been yielding to the leading of the spirit. So is it only that one day that the spirit now come down from heaven like a dove and come down your head and say, mm, My son, my son, my son, my son, she's your wife. Uncle, don't be deceived. Do not be deceived. So, just the way I see it, the Holy Spirit, God wants to be real to us, like as real to us as. What that friendship or that relationship that you know you have with that person talking to you, talking.